1: You'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Non-stop Viking Star. It's purple daily on Score North and Scorenorth.com. Judd. Judd. Hold on. Get the flag. There. there it is.
0: There it is. Hold on, I gotta wave it.
1: There. Get the flag. Flag is waving. <laughs> We're back. We're back. We're, We're back. How we be back? This is our. This is our fourth. Ep- this is our fourth episode of Purple D- And plus, you guys did a funky scoop session on Mackie mm-hmm. and Judd today. Mm-hmm. Is this our fourth episode of Purple D? Right. I'm. I was half. Asleep I think it too. is. We I've did lost the, track. We did yes. a cousins. We did, uh, we we did, did the, our th- initial the Thor thing. draft episode. I, we did our initial episode,
2: Four <laughs> live recap, second live recap. So this is four deep on Purple Daily.
1: Literally four verts okay, four going. Four verts of, of content here. So, yeah, welcome in. Breaking news, live edition of Purple Daily here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. If you could please click the subscribe button and the like button it will help spread the word about this Vikings community you guys are helping us build. But... Uh, And and the show is presented by our friends at TCL, an official partner of the NFL. TCL is uh, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Learn more at tcl.com. The Vikings have a starting cornerback. In fact, uh, they have a good young starting cornerback here. Byron Murphy Jr., credit to Judge Zolgad for throwing his name out a month ago when we were going through initial free agent lists, and you said, I'm circling this one guy here, Byron Murphy Jr., who checks a lot of boxes. According to Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero, friend of the show, two years, $22 million, so a very reasonable contract. Uh, We don't know what the guarantees are, so even more reasonable because it's not all going to be guaranteed. He's 25 years old. He's one of the youngest free agents available on the market, former second-round pick, coming from that sort of disaster Cardinals organization. Uh, hasn't quite lived up to maybe expectations and his PFF grades can be a little questionable in spots, but a ton of upside, ton of potential. And maybe most importantly uh, of the, like, I want to say 3000 snaps he's played in his career. About half have come out of the slot. Mm -hmm. So he can play slot. He can play outside. He's fairly dynamic and he's 25. He fits all of the sort of, uh, things that it seems like Kwesi is trying to find here with these 25 and 26 year old free agents. So Byron Murphy Jr., come on down to help fix the Vikings' terrible defense. So this is great because, as you said, Phil, he can play the slot as well, which
0: is, again, you know, Shannon Sullivan was, if not a disaster, he certainly was not good. And so this now gives you a quality guy that could play the outside or inside. Um, the Actual term of the contract, two years, surprised me a bit. I think he might be gambling on himself as much as anything Yeah. because because after playing in 16 games as a rookie, 15 games the next year, and then for the second time in three years starting all 16 games in 2021, he only played in nine games and was slowed by an injury last year. Uh, He is the guy that returned. If you recall, there was a game early in the season. I think it ended up being on national TV at the very end uh the raiders were playing the um cardinals and yeah. he picked up either a fumble i want to say or picked it was off a, a pass it was a fumble, fumble right yeah. mm-hmm. and returned it for a touchdown so by signing a 2 year contract what this says to me is that he's gambling on himself which is probably a smart move but um this now changes the dynamic that we also talked about which is do the vikings for sure take a cornerback in the first round of the draft do they now have a little bit more Latitude to potentially take a wide receiver, an interior defensive lineman. But this, you know what this does too? And and by us being so patient and thoughtful in our analysis on Purple Daily episode number, I believe it was four today, um, this this explains what they were doing with taking all of that Cousins cap hit on. I still don't love it, but it makes a hell of a lot more sense now uh, to take on um, more Cousins money potentially with him gone in the voided year of 2024. But I would say that this is definitely when it's officially culminated, probably at three o'clock tomorrow, definitely something to be excited about.
1: Yes, uh, I agree. I don't know that he's going to be like a perennial pro bowler or all pro type, but he definitely has some upside and, um, and, and he definitely fits what Brian Flores is looking to do, which is versatility in the secondary you desperately needed someone with some slot experience. So for, so just to break that down for a second, last year he actually, so he only played about, uh, for the reasons you mentioned, only played about 600 snaps last year. Usually if you play the whole season, you play about 1,000 snaps as a starter. You play about 60% of the snaps because you missed a bunch of games after week 9. 423 on the outside, 130 in the slot. It was the most outside heavy he's been uh, since his rookie season, but the two years before that, he played a combined 1,100 snaps out of the slot. Um, and according to Pro Football Focus, actually one of the better run-defending cornerbacks in the NFL last year and sort of passable coverage grades. So just a good, competent, uh, young cornerback with upside and, again, flexibility because you're not locking into a monster contract here if you're the Vikings. So you still have potentially money to spend depending on who else they because they got a bunch of decisions they have to make between now, maybe even, and, and tomorrow with Harrison Smith, Darius, So, yes, Vikings fans, this is a huge step in the right direction for, for fixing this defense.
0: It, it was a back problem, too, that uh, kept him out for a good portion of last year. My guess is, and I don't know, Phil, if uh, the PFF stats that you are looking at have this, But my guess is that uh, the Vikings also feel that he can hold up big time in man coverage, which is incredibly important. That's why Patrick Peterson was allowed to leave, because the Vikings had doubts about him and at his age in man coverage, and that was almost certainly justified. So, yeah, this is a definite right-track move. Um, This is a move, so this also stays within the parameters of what we've seen defensively here, which is signing a couple guys on short-term contracts who are young, who the Vikings like and think have potential, but are either coming off injury problems or there's just questions about. Mm-hmm. Davenport, and and now this. Davenport, what, a one-year agreement, I think, was reported at $13 million. This one is two years at 22. But honestly, for where the Vikings are right now, I love this strategy. I love taking some chances here. Um, if the guys work out, you try and keep them. If they don't work out, you're not wedded to them for five years. If Murphy was coming off a healthy season, my guess is he gets four to five years and takes that and breaks the bank. He doesn't break the bank here, though, because he was coming off a year in in which there's probably questions about his back. But this is, in my opinion, a super sound strategy given where things are at. Again, it all depends on where you're at in your window. If you're in your window and you're like, we got a really good chance to be a hell of a team and competitive, I don't know that you roll the dice and take chances as much, but the Vikings have nothing to lose here, and by getting guys on short-term contracts, I think it's a really prudent, smart move.
1: Yeah, Dex, what, what was your first reaction when you saw, hey, they signed uh, they signed a starting cornerback tonight?
2: Well, it's about time, because uh, that was what I was looking for them to do uh, in free agency so far. I think my bigger question here is, so he's clearly going to be, I think, the quote-unquote QB, uh cornerback one, if you will, on on this depth chart, unless they find a rookie that's even more sensational or they find another big-time free agent. But you have about four cornerbacks currently on your roster all under the age of 25. So it's a position where, I mean, people fall off the cliff pretty quickly. We saw that with Xavier Rhodes. Pat Peterson had a bit of resurgence last season, but obviously he's no longer the player he was when he was also an All-Pro and potential Hall of Fame player in Arizona. So you are trusting that Brian Flores, who does have a very good track record, by the way, of playing and of coordinating very good defenses, that he's going to get the most out of four cornerbacks who are all pretty inexperienced outside of Byron Murphy, and that teams aren't going to pass all day on them. So it's a little bit of a boomer bust, but to Judd's point, you're not committing long term money. And if some of these guys start to pop up, like a Lewis scene, Andrew Booth, a Caleb Evans, maybe when those guys hit their second, third contract or whatever it is, um, you're able to afford those guys in the meantime. But right now, it's kind of boomer bust with a lot of young cornerbacks that you're trusting here.
1: Yeah, I mean that's going to be and, and Flores Flores does have experience in taking young defenses. I mean, look what he did the you know, the, the first year in Miami. It took a year; and they were still a bad defense his first year. But then, boom, the second year it clicks, and all of a sudden, um, they're giving Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City trouble. So, who knows how long it's going to take here? Just Judd, you were kind of asking about the statistical side, the pro football focus grades. So uh, Byron Murphy has not graded well in man coverage the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and he sort of grades middle of the pack in terms of some of the slot metrics. He has been historically a better run-stopping cornerback than a coverage cornerback. But again, I want to emphasize the Cardinals have been a whirlwind disaster franchise the last couple of years. The yep. Vikings are not. Yep. The Vikings have a better coaching staff, and he's 25 years old this is another, you know, Quasi has shown you his cards in terms of like what, what he likes to do with with stocks, right? He, he likes to buy low on stocks. Mm-hmm. Jalen Rager was a buy low stock. Marcus Davenport, a buy low stock. And I yep. would say to, to some extent, Byron Murphy Jr. is a buy low stock for for Quasi. And uh, they can sort of test drive. 2023 seems like a transitional sort of reset year in a lot of ways. You can test drive if he takes a jump forward. Boom. Now you got him under contract for 2024. You could do an extension and he would still be in his prime by, uh, by two or three years. So, um, by the way, we're throwing comments up on the screen here too. So we'd love to hear from you guys, Purple Daily viewers here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. What do you think? Are you in on this? Are you excited about what the Vikings are doing with some of these major changes? Are you still in wait and see mode? I'm curious to sort of get the temperature of the room here with Vikings fans.
0: So how much do you guys think that this changes the uh, potential parameters for the draft? Because that's what interests me now, the first-round pick. It could be a corner still. I don't think it, it, it has to be. And I do think that part of why, they, why it's smart to create this potential cushion is I don't think you know where, as our mock drafts have shown, I don't think you know where the run-on positions is going to come. Yeah. Like, I don't want the Vikings to take a corner at the end, you know, at their pick because they're, they're like, oh my God, there's one left and we sort of like him, but that feels very much like the Bradbury pick or the Treadwell pick, right? So I think that this does create a little bit of cushion where let's just say for the sake of this, wide receivers start to fall a little bit. Okay. So then it's like, okay, I really like this guy. A corner's there and he's okay, but we've yeah. got one. And furthermore, the best ones are are gone. Um, I just I think the Vikings are really at a point here where it's not lip service to say they need to take. It's not that they don't need to take a position in need, but they need to take the best player that they possibly can at that position and not force it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it gives you flexibility. You, you don't want to go into a draft desperately needing a position because if the board plays out and. Like the Vikings did this with quarterback ten years ago. Right? We need a quarterback. We need a franchise quarterback. And Christian Ponder. Oh my God! Right. Mm-hmm. So if you can feel good about the young stable you have at cornerback, I don't think this prevents you from drafting a cornerback in the first round. Because if I mean they're, it's loaded, and so if there's a you know a Joy Porter Jr. or somebody that you love, a guy who can you know be physical at the line of scrimmage, play outside, I don't think this would prevent you from making that move. But it definitely makes you less desperate, for sure. Here's yep. another really interesting nugget about Byron Murphy Jr. This is from Scott Barrett on Twitter. He uh, he's from FantasyPoints.com. I don't know. He's got eighty-two thousand Twitter followers, so you know. Sounds legit to me. Must be legit enough. Who knows? He says uh, Cooper Cup has hit ninety receiving yards in twenty-one of his last twenty-three games. He fell under sixty-five yards in his two other games. So 21 of 23, he's over 90. The other two, he was under 65. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is back in September. He tweeted this. Prior to last week, Devontae Adams had, t- had hit double-digit fantasy points in 32 straight games. And then that streak came to an end. The comma denominator? Oh. Shadow coverage from Cardinals cornerback Byron Murphy Jr. Yeah. Oh, where's that? Oh, where's no. that
0: flag? Oh, here's the flag. Hold on a second. <laughs> Get rid of the gopher flag.
1: They're what's the gopher on? flag yeah, even what's, what's doing why anywhere is that Why, why is even in the flag. room at this point?
0: I, I got a gopher one. I got a wild one. I got all types of. <laughs> I got all the flags ready. Gopher I feel like hockey, the the man. gopher,
1: the gopher flag. No, okay, gopher, gopher hockey, hockey gopher number one hockey in the country. You the Frozen
0: Four. You don't know that. I got the flags.
1: That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Thank you. So, um. How about that for a nugget? Interesting, very interesting, and still very moldable. Boy, it is amazing what Quasi had laid out here. Very clearly, we're gonna we're gonna get about uh, ten years younger in two different defensive spots. We're gonna get we're gonna be better at run blocking, and screw you, anyone who has a problem with it. We're gonna bring in one of the best run blocking tight ends, and we're gonna clear a bunch of cap space. Yeah, the the Kirk Cousins move is the only thing that doesn't fully align because it's the only thing that shoves more money into 2024. Right. But even with that, like, there's a couple more moves likely coming. They probably said, well, okay, if we keep Kirk's contract the way that it is, we're going to have top three cap space in 2024. If we move some money to make it a little easier to sign some players like Byron Murphy Jr., we can move some of Kirk's money into the future. We're still going to have top five cap space at the end of the day for 2024. Right. So maybe right. maybe Kirk was the one where they said, all right, we don't have to eat everything in 2023. We can put we can put some of this into 2024.
0: I much prefer this to the to the reports I read earlier today that Bradbury had agreed to a 3-year contract and Cousins had redone his contract to fit him in. It's like I don't think they're doing it for Garrett Bradbury guys. I think it's for something no. else. This at least, <laughs> this at least makes more sense. But I do love the idea of getting young players who might not have reached the potential into the locker room to give them a chance, but not be wedded to them with stupid contracts. Yeah. And in both cases, that's what they've done. And yes, I'm with you. I think that they, I think that their plan this time around is much more in line with what we all expected a year ago. Yeah. You know, because I mean. Look, the Kirk thing is th- the Kirk thing, and it's its own sort of different entity. But as far as like bringing in other players and bringing in talent and and not signing veterans or not keeping a guy, and you know he played well, God bless him, seemed like a great guy, but not keeping Pat Peterson around, right? Like that's the type of guy you're like, why are you keeping him around? You're not going to win a ring with him. Um, and so this time, I think what we are seeing is the progression of what the Quasi and O'Connell plan probably was, and I would guess because of um, because of the Wilfs got put on hold a year ago,
1: and now it's not, which I like. It's time now, gentlemen, to take a look at Byron Murphy Jr.'s old scouting combine scouting reports. Oh, yes. No, oh, I feel like there should
0: be
2: some some music for this or something. I can get you music. Thank you.
1: Judge sure. is calling calling yep. for production.
2: Put his con- I he's gonna put his contacts back in. He's got his glasses on, but I'll uh,
1: no, I mean, my contacts you have are- contacts are- and glasses. I oh, you
2: know. oh you didn't know this. Um,
0: I can't, so I, I haven't been able to see far for your, since, like, seventh grade. So I have contacts, and I've had contacts for 40-some-odd years. But in the last five, six years, I can't see close with my contacts in. So I have to wear cheaters to read close. If I take my contacts out, I can't see far. I can see close. <laughs> so my contacts are back in. Complete guess here. Uh, isn't that what the bifocals are for? Uh, you know, I talked to my my um, eye doctor about that, and he's like, what you're doing is fine. <laughs> and, and plus, if you get bifocal contacts, which I think you can, that's a lot of work. And then I'm asked why I don't get LASIK. And look, I'll, I just put the damn contacts back in, okay? I'm fine.
1: Unless one of the LASIK clinics wants to sponsor Judd's Hockey Show, in yeah, which yeah, case... Uh, no, definitely. Can get it then. For...
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll talk about it.
1: I don't know that I'm going to get my eyes up. Um, okay, um, Byron Murphy Jr., this is back in, what, 2019, right? I think he was a prospect back in 2019. This is what Lance Zierlein, NFL analyst from NFL.com, was saying about his strengths, right? Mm-hmm. Body type, a little underdeveloped, but not small. Has all the football IQ and instincts teams look for. Coached to maintain sight line to quarterback for optimal recognition. Oh, football. I'm glad. You know what? This was
0: worth getting off the couch for and ending my nap just to hear that. Twitchy feet for
1: instant plant and drive. Football. Good downfield body control to track and play the ball. Steps downhill and strikes like an angry safety. Football. And has twitch and toughness for consideration at the nickel spot. Football. So he's got the twitch. Very twitchy, up, yes. But... Uh, some of the some of the weaknesses a few years back, and maybe some of these still still exist. You now that he sort of lacks the height, weight, because he's under six feet tall, lacks the sort of measurables associated with with great outside corners. Mm-hmm. My guess is they might ask him to play more slot than outside. Grabs and hitches to receiver to help match the pattern. Football can't do that.
0: <laughs> That's, That's bad. Some of the stuff sounds almost made up.
1: Uh, bumpy backpedal and lacks fluidity in his transition and can be stacked by big targets. Football.
2: Mm. Can't be stacked.
1: That's Doesn't meek. appear that to be an explosive leaper and has average recovery burst when beaten from press. Football. So there's some, some things to watch out for as you're watching the new Vikings cornerback Byron Murphy Jr.
0: I wonder if he's going to play um, j- just to go inside football here. I wonder if he's going to play both inside and out because I wonder if there, there will be certain matchups. I still think there's a fighting chance that they use a guy like Seen as a linebacker. Something like that. I got to think they're going to I mean we expected them to get creative a year ago and we're completely wrong and it's a shame. But I'd, I but that's what Donatello sold O'Connell on, right? I got to think that there's more creativity coming this time.
1: You mean Flores compared to Donatel?
0: Well, yeah. You know, but Donatel oh. sold creativity and then he didn't do it. So Flores is going to. So, my point is, you know, you don't, in, in today's game, you don't have to use Byron Murphy just exclusively inside or outside. You, you could create some certain matchups and situations. And the, the slot corner now is such a starting job as well that that player, it used to be aside from a guy like Antoine Winfield, right? That, that job used to be okay I'm the slot guy I just wonder now if there's more opportunities to get creative
1: uh I think comparing the creativity of Brian Flores defensively to Ed Donatel oh, is I'm like not comp- a fourth grader finger painting versus yeah, I'm not
0: comparing him I'm saying Ed Michelangelo. Told us. Ed told us a year ago he was going to be creative and he wasn't because we sat on this show last year at this time dreaming about the potential for matchups and and I said I think seeing can play once he got drafted, linebacker, and blah, 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 nothing ever happened. Yeah. Flores is going to do stuff. You're not going to sit there <laughs> twiddling his thumbs.
1: Flores is going he's gonna to do, he's gonna gonna do, do stuff. stuff. He's
0: not going to twiddle his thumbs. You want honest <laughs> assessment? He ain't going to twiddle his thumbs. You want
1: a deep dive breakdown of what the Vikings are going to do? That's it right there. Judd stuff. Zolgad. Put it on a t-shirt. Brian Flores, Flores is, is going to do stuff.
0: stuff. Let's make straight. it happen. <laughs> Darn straight. He's gonna yep. He's gonna introduce stuff to the defense, which they didn't have last year. Very disappointed.
1: The other big news from tonight, the Vikings are getting the special teams band back together. They bring back Andrew depaula one of the best long snappers in the NFL. I think it's a record guarantee, right? It's like a is it like a three or four year deal and they're guaranteeing him seven figures, I wanna say. Okay. So DePaula's back and then Greg Joseph is back on a one year contract for a couple million dollars. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that? I think our guy Ryan Longwell has told us for years that just keeping the same group together is vitally important. And I saw Chris Thomason went back the last nine years. The Vikings have only brought back the same special teams trio one other time. And I think that was the year Dan Bailey came back and then got cut. So it didn't even last that long. So just having some continuity should help there. But Greg Joseph did tie for the most extra point misses in the NFL, and in terms of field goal percentage, make percentage, one of the worst. It was 28th in the NFL in field goal make percentage. Uh, He missed a total of 13 kicks, extra points, and field goals last season. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. I want legit competition this time. If you remember a year
0: ago, the Vikings brought in another punter and another kicker. They quickly ceded the job to Greg Joseph, but the but but Ryan Wright was allowed to, much to my surprise, win the punting job, right? I want a competition this time. I don't want it to be a camp leg. I don't want it to be, it's your job. You can't have the season that he had and not have competition. DePolo's is great. I, the, the guy, I mean, it's weird. It's good fortune. The Vikings seem to have had a really nice lineup. Of long snappers who have been here a long time and been really good. Mike Morris, Colin Loeffler, now this kid. But I want the kicking competition. I want a competition. I want a fair shake for both guys, and I want the guy who's the best to win the job. I do not want Joseph just to show up and uh
1: have the job. This doesn't feel like a competition. This feels like they signed Greg Joseph to be their kicker.
0: I'd like to criticize that then.
1: I think you know that's, what I'd like him to do? That's More what stuff. They did.
0: I'd like him to do more stuff on, on special teams. Um, I'd like to see the guarantees, but this, this one to me, if they're, you know, when they were smart enough to say, we're going to have a punting competition, why wouldn't you say, all right, you know what? We're going to bring in a legit kicker too. It doesn't have to be an expensive one. I mean, you know, kids with big legs and, and Kevin O'Connell, I think actually, if you brought in a young kicker with Zimmer, it was death. Because he couldn't stand the kid, O'Connell will be fine with it. I just think that you need to have an actual competition and apply intense pressure to Greg Joseph. Because if he starts to melt down, I'm out.
1: It's uh, it's a 2.5 million dollar one year contract for Joseph with 1.7 million guaranteed. So there, you know, I don't I don't think that guarantees he's gonna if, if he has a disastrous training camp or something. It's not so much money that you would get rid of him but i don't think they're actively looking he is the guy i don't think they're actively looking he'd have to train wreck in the off season to to not be the guy so i don't think you're going to get your wish maybe they bring a camp leg in and and you see what happens but i do i you know i don't i don't love greg joseph because he's in a in a vikings kicker history filled with shakiness yep he's very shaky um, he also did nail. Correct me if I'm wrong. A 60 yard game winner at one point this year. So you you see like the tantalizing part of him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, Declan's the Greg Joseph stand of the show here. So you must oh. be elated that you're getting. Yeah,
2: back. I'm sorry. I thought Greg Joseph had multiple game winning kicks. Was perfect in the playoff game against the Giants. Really found his stride in the last eight to nine games. And you're asking to bring in competition? No, you, you <laughs> found you found your kicker. You have continuity with your kicker. Matt Daniels was trying to get him going a little bit. They kept with them. They stayed with them. I'm sorry. Did Greg Joseph have anything to do with the Vikings uh, being out of the wild card round last year? No, he tried. He tried, did not. He he tried did not. hard. Oh, that's interesting. Because I remember him being perfect in the playoff game. So I don't. I don't remember him giving up the 500 <laughs> yards of defense. So I think Greg <laughs> Joseph was fine. Was Greg fine Joseph didn't either. check
1: down on fourth yeah. and eight. What
2: are You talking about?
1: Yeah. At least he get. At least he. At least he kicks the ball to the to the goalpost. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what? You know what? My guess is
0: that the Vikings came to this agreement with Byron Murphy Jr., took a big breath and said, Hey guys, you know what this is gonna happen right now. And they said, What, Quasi? And he said, The boys are going live on PD. So let's all turn on the TV, let's all be quiet and watch. And so I'm I'm talking to them right now. I'm appealing to them. Do not just give the kicking job away, you guys. You're you're doing too many good things to do a dumb thing. Create the competition, may the best man win, and make it a real competition.
1: I love how now you're all of a sudden fixated on... It's a one-year deal for Greg Joseph. Now you're fixated on 2023 mm. kicking competition. Why not see what you have, just like you're doing with Marcus Kevin Port and Byron you Murphy? Did.
0: You did last year. Now I want a competition. Last uh, year I didn't get it.
1: This nugget from Kevin Seifert on, on Byron Murphy... Very interesting. So Byron Murphy is the cornerback who replaced Patrick Peterson in Arizona a few years ago and then now replaces Patrick Peterson again as he departs the Vikings. What other... So we don't really know what kind of room they have here because, A, we don't know what the structure of the Byron Murphy contract is. We don't know exactly how much cap space they have because they don't have to be... They're they're compliant with the Kirk Cousins sort of uh, shuffling, but... We don't know what's going to happen yet with Harrison Smith, Sedarius, Dalvin Cook. There's still some other moves they could make, a Brian O'Neill restructure. Yep. But if they do have room, may I suggest keep going here? DJ Chark. You're looking for yeah. every free agent they've signed has been 25, 26. He's 26 years old, ton of upside. Injuries have kind of brought his value down in free agents. So maybe, maybe it's like a two-year deal for him, and then he can hit the market again when he's 28 years old if he wants to. A deep yeah. threat opposite Justin Jefferson. You know, well, I, I mean, we've, I th- we've thrown
0: that out quite a bit, and so far the show seems to really be on point. So, yeah, I love that idea—not
1: to dislocate your shoulder, of patting ourselves the on the show. back. But.
0: <laughs> hey, when you do five shows in one day before free agency has started, you get to pat yourself on the back and insist, you know what? Here's my question: Star Tribune, doing a show right now, Pioneer Press.
2: Yeah, they're, KFAN they're, they're live right, right now. Does the talking Pioneer about press this,
1: even have internet.
2: Yeah, I'm actually by the printing plant. I'll go check. I'm literally across the street. I'll just go check. <laughs> From Heritage, yeah, I used the, to go
1: pick up papers there, bring them back, back to.
2: Yeah. I will say,
1: you know, we are, you know, we are wrong a lot, and, and we go through our accountability session every Wednesday on both Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd, where we tell you just how wrong we are. But the two things we nailed today, going back like three weeks ago, Byron Murphy Jr., you nailed that one. And the Kirk Cousins reshuffling plan that nobody was talking about, except for this show, right? That, hey, there's another option here besides extension or a cut. You could actually just restructure his current deal and yeah. shove money into the void years You're right, and free up some cap space. And that's what they have done here.
2: And they brought back their kicker. That wasn't a problem. So, I mean, we're three for three now. <laughs> Things are going great. It's
1: the only three times we're going to be right, basically. Yeah. For the next, no, We'll
0: take them, though. It's, three months. it's Vikings. We'll take it. <laughs>
1: As long as we're right on Vikings, we're fine. Um, again, thank you guys for hanging out with us. here. If you could click the subscribe button and the like button on this video here, you can help spread the word about Purple Daily, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Judge Stradamus, people are calling you in the comments. I like actually. that. Judge Stradamus.
0: Good. Coffee and play again, 9.50 p.m., <laughs> never too late for coffee.
1: I have, I have a thought here. I think if, because Doogie was reporting today on The Scoop that, He's been told Harrison Smith news will happen today. And we're sitting here, it's 10 o'clock Central Time. Here's my thought. If they couldn't reach an agreement on a pay cut, which is like the the Vikings were asking him to take a pay cut. They weren't going to restructure. They're not going to kick more money into future years. I think the my guess is just educated guess. The Vikings wanted Harrison Smith for one more year but for less money and Mm -hmm. no obligation cap-wise beyond 2023. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of up to Harrison Smith if he wants to play ball or if he just wants to go and play for a different team, and we'll find out. But if that was decided today, Mm -hmm. if they couldn't reach an agreement and they were going to wind up cutting him, I don't think they would just announce that at like 10 o'clock p.m. Right? I think they would give him the 9 a.m. full press rollout like they did with Adam Thielen and Eric Kendricks. So that at is, least that until is 3 my o'clock
0: prediction. tomorrow. They'll they'll give them that 9 to 3 block
1: of yeah. thanks for the memories. But they wouldn't bury it at like midnight yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. They, fact, would, they put together Wilf quotes and yeah, KOC true. quotes and stuff, right? Duke's, Dukes just
0: texted me and said that there is not a decision yet. So at this point, we're probably talking tomorrow, and you're
2: probably right. Do you
1: guess think he is, gets cut?
2: Yeah. Wow. I think Ven might be also working on like a little package. You know, They want to release that at the right time. Vikings Entertainment Network, that is. Mm. You never know either, too. So that might, that might be in, in the works. Harrison Smith, one of the
1: greats. He will come back. He will be a Ring of Honor guy, but he might be chapped. I think some of these guys are going to be a little bit like <laughs> Thielen's all chapped right now.
0: He's going to Carolina Great uh, word to work he? out. He's, oh. he's going to be, uh, it sounds like he's going to start a tour of potential homes in Carolina tomorrow. Thing with the Panthers,
1: the, the Panthers are going to work him out.
0: No, they'll they'll like they actually. Visit, it's like right? an old school okay. visit, like like you used to see a lot more of. It feels like we don't see that as much now. It used to be commonplace. So he's going down there to talk to him, probably take a look around the facility, kick the tires, and decide if he wants to play with a quarterback who they don't know yet, but might be a really good rookie quarterback. Yeah,
1: I wonder how he feels about. You know Aaron Rodgers, and uh, apparently we're going to maybe find out tomorrow on Rodgers on the McAfee show. But Thielen was not on that list. He was not. He was not on the list. Cobb was. Mercedes I was Cobb Lewis, on that who's list like thirty eight, was. Wait, Lizard what Mercedes, was, Mercedes Lewis was on? Some does someone have like a Rodgers list? Or I thought that was satire. No, ESPN
0: really is reporting there is a list. I've heard it <laughs> talked about legitimately on ESPN. Radio on no fewer than two shows. No, there is a real list, and it really had Lazard, which makes sense, Cobb, Mercedes-Lewis, despite the fact the Jets have two tight ends, including our guy, Gronklin.
1: Some people are tweeting uh, Donald Driver, John Kuhn. Donald, Donald Driver. Oh, man. No,
0: Brett would have had <laughs> Double D, right? Donald Driver. Did did, did Driver? I thought Driver played with Rodgers, too, didn't he? Let's I see was you he you tired by then. Really? I covered, Dri- I covered Driver. No, I think Greg Jennings was the first.
2: Yeah, no, Driver dude, he he drives, he won drive, a Super no. Bowl. It's
1: a great day to be great, is what he said when they won. Donald yes, Driver was played till 2012 with the Packers. So he definitely oh, did he played, really? He played mm-hmm. five years with Aaron Rodgers. I forget. I was I, I
0: was gone by then, but I didn't remember that. Jordy Nelson, that's another good one. <laughs>
1: yeah, what's he doing? Just bring them all Was back.
0: Driver effective through 2012?
2: I think he like had a decent year towards the end, didn't he? Didn't he Jennings was really really good at that point. I'm thinking of James Jones. Now they all just Mm -hmm. are blending together.
0: That's what I'm saying. I I didn't know the driver. I I thought he was gone by then, but anyway, Robert Ferguson, (laughs) the feel. Oh my God. But the Thielen thing is sort of weird because you would have thought that like, if if he was trying to assemble veteran receivers, he liked JerMichael Finley. He, he was brought up by Declan earlier today that, uh, that he he actually might've targeted Thielen, but whatever.
1: Yeah, well, have fun in Carolina. On to better things, as uh, the the Thielen family Whatever. put out on Instagram. You know but what? This isn't about Pray Thielen anymore. It. This is about twenty five nope. year old, twenty six year old free agents, new Vikings. This is um this is a new era that's being ushered in here. This it this feels like finally the end of the previous chapter, mm-hmm. the beginning of a new chapter, but without like a full tank job like you see with some of these garbage franchises. Yes. This, this this feels more like the competitive rebuild that we were told would happen yes. last year. Yeah. Because in retrospect, last year was not really a rebuild at all. It was, it was actually hindering the rebuild. But they, but they, okay, they won thirteen games. Maybe it was worth it. And now the competitive rebuild commences, and you can get younger, you can get more athletic, faster on defense, and uh, start to focus on what's next. If this offense is actually not improved in two
0: thousand twenty-three, I'll be very surprised. Hmm. I think this offense is going to be better. A, a year of O'Connell, more of his guys for the sake of of uh, versatility and scheme. Like who who have you subtracted? Thielen? Okay, if this was him in his prime, that hurts. No, yeah. this doesn't hurt. Now, if you can replace him too, you've taken a step up.
1: Yes. Yep. Got to what see who mean? they replace him what with. Me
0: being Mister Positive.
1: Well, I think Place? the whole week we've been mostly positive yeah. here. No, yeah, but I'm still not, surprised.
0: Uh, when I'm this
1: positive. You guys get any other uh, big hot takes here on this late breaking news here before we turn the lights out? Not necessarily sleep, but wait for more Vikings news.
2: Yeah, I don't sleep now. I just wait. I was gonna fire up Ted Lasso. I was really, I was literally, dude, really we, were, looking we forward. were
1: ten minutes into the first episode of yeah. season three, and this news came down. I, I made, the and fiasse. I looked at my wife, and I was like, yeah, "We got to go. pause, Teddy Lasso." She's like, yeah. "No, you go, you go." Yeah. I, I was, you taking go do a, your thing.
2: I was taking a nap I on made, the couch. I made the fiancé take the dog out. So two dogs in the doghouse probably this evening. It'll be... Uh, it'll
0: oh, be you made her take
2: it, the dog out? I thought you'd be proud of me for doing that, Judge. That's yes.
0: awesome. Good for you. Yeah. No, you know what? It's all... I told Don. Dawn, don has been gone for like five days. Came home. I said, when you come home, I'm going to be doing a show because no the Vikings just signed. Don't talk no, to me. I just said, don't make too much
1: noise. Make me a I said, sandwich. don't
0: make too much noise when you get, no, I didn't say that. I said, don't make too much noise when you come in the door because I'm going to be doing a show because the Vikings just signed Wait, a the major. First,
1: the first thing you said to your wife, who's been gone for five days is don't make too much noise. When you come home, I actually went to see her what a romantic. earlier.
0: But then when I called her, when she got down to work, I said, don't make too much noise when you come in the door. Cause I'm going to be doing a show. Cause the Vikings just had a, a huge signing. This week is not, this, this is not a week about relationships. As the Vikings have proven, this is a week about football.
1: Uh, Matt Bowen chimes in here. He's one of the. I think Matt Bowen. I think he's still at ESPN. He he's good. remember that Edge NFL matchup show where they would just break down film. I think I, that show is still tucked away somewhere, and it, I think Matt like, Bowen's on it. Like six AM on Sundays. It's okay. really
0: good if you watch it.
1: Which <laughs> yeah, I it used, I to, used to be to. like Merrill Hodge and Ron Sal Jaworski Pal. and stuff. Sal Pal. So So I think Matt Bowen hosts that. So he's kind of a film junkie. He says, I like the fit for Byron Murphy in Minnesota with Flores man coverage traits. We'll see more single high schemes with the Vikings this season and pressure. And uh, Byron Murphy fits that bill. And then on the pro football focus front real quick here. So they had so they had Jamel Dean and James Bradbury as the top two cornerbacks. They had Byron Murphy Jr. as the 6th best cornerback and the 45th best overall free agent. And the write-up was, Murphy boosted his stock this season by playing primarily on the outside after splitting reps with a skew toward the slot over his first three seasons, earned the highest overall and coverage grades of his career in the process. He'll be 25 through the entire 2023 season, and his inside-outside flexibility makes him an intriguing option for teams that need help in the secondary. So... All right, boys. Good move. There you go. I think you should get the flag one more time here, just uh, oh, hold on. just to really hammer it home.
0: Oh, yep. Hold on. There we go. There we go, ladies. That's go. right. Let's celebrate. There goes
1: the flag. Let's celebrate Brian Flores doing stuff.
0: Doing do stuff. Greg Joseph <laughs> do stuff. Do stuff.
1: <laughs> All right. There's your uh, emergency fourth episode of the day here on Purple Daily. We are your home for Vikings off-season news and speculation and hashtag takes. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Now, go get some sleep, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow morning for Harrison Smith Day.